Welcome to The Review, a mini-episode from Full Dive Gaming Podcast. In The Review, we choose a single VR game, dive on into it, giving you all the details and then a yay or nay on whether we think you should get it. This episode is Jay and Nat discussing the Quest Sensation Walkabout Mini Golf. The Review is brought to you by Asterian Products. They make awesome Asterian Aura VR headset stands. Check them out. Use code FULLDIVE10 on Amazon to save another 10%. Nat, if someone had no idea what Walkabout Mini Golf is, what would you tell them? I would tell them, I mean, quick, easy thing to say is it's a mini golf simulator. Simple. Yeah, it's mini golf. It's real life mini golf. Have you ever been mini golfing? Walkabout Mini Golf is exactly that. (laughs) Except instead of doing it in some weird little family fun center or some small little yard, you're doing it from breathtaking landscapes, looking off cliff sides or uh, high on mountains. But really, it's that simple. It's just mini golf. It's exactly how you play it in real life. You've got your ball, you've got your par, you've got your club, and you just you just hit your ball towards that hole and try to get it in as fast as you can. When you first got into the game, what did you think about it? I loved it. I instantly thought it was really fun. It reminded me, even just the description of it reminded me of those old school mini golf games on PC where you would like kind of line up your shot and click your mouse and it would go in the hole. (laughs) There's a place nearby where I grew up that it used to be called Mimi's Golf where they had pizza and they had mini golf and it was like the best time. And this just reminded me, it just like took me back those fun times as a kid doing mini golf. It feels very natural, especially when we played it, we used a 3D printed peripheral that made it feel like an actual little golf club. That felt amazing. It felt surprisingly real. Like the little bit of feedback you get from the controller and the sound really makes it feel like you're tapping the little golf ball. So, and the the environments, some of them are really nice. Some of them, like there's an Arizona one that's kind of boring but some of the environments are also really cool really calming and it's just a great time yeah and it's it feels like real mini golf you are squaring your shoulders you're trying to keep your putter straight and hit towards the hole a couple things that made it a little difficult the quest doesn't have the biggest field of view ever so sometimes if you're doing a long shot it's hard to keep an eye on the ball and keep an eye on where you're trying to hit it so that was Mm -hmm. a little hard and if you don't have a peripheral to make your your controller feel more like a golf club, I feel like that's hard too, because you can't really get two hands on a single Quest controller to do a proper swing. So you might find yourself tempted to just hold your golf club with one hand and then try to swing. It's not going to be the same with just one hand like it is real mini golf. I played with some friends and mm-hmm. you could see, you know, they didn't have the peripheral and you could see that they're... Sometimes they would even hit it like backhand or like, like yep. <laughs> their non-dominant hand. It kind of reminds me of like when you go bowling and instead of doing like a proper like bowling shot, people that just like squat down and roll the ball, you know, <laughs> it's just like, Grant, granny style, that's not the right way, but you know, you can sometimes still uh, get a good shot that way. But I really like doing it with the peripheral and feeling really like you're really 
playing mini golf. Yeah. And the game is $15. I think that buys you, it's like six or seven courses. So each course you can play the whole 18 holes or you can play the front nine or the back nine if you're in a hurry. And then each one of those courses, you can unlock a hard mode of that course, which seems to be either the same holes or pretty close to the same holes, but without any guards in place, without anything keeping you on them in the boundaries and just a little more uh, foreboding of an environment. Maybe it's nighttime when it was daytime or maybe there's red lights. What did you think of hard mode? I thought it was really fun. I thought what I really like about the game, which maybe some people don't like, and it's a thing you can turn off, stroke limit. So if you get to a certain Mm -hmm. number of strokes, you're done and you move on, which some people (laughs) might get frustrated, like people that need to finish. But I really liked it because then it doesn't get frustrating. Even if you're like yeah. doing really terrible on every single hole, if you're on hard mode, it's, <laughs> I mean, you're only going to do terrible for so long and then you get to move on to the next one and see the next cool area. So the pain doesn't I, last forever. <laughs> yes. So I actually thought, I mean, the hard mode was challenging. Uh, I thought it was not bad and it, I mean, for people that are really good at it, I think it would be fun because you really, you definitely give yourself a challenge there. Because like you said, there's no like guardrails or anything. And there's some pretty uh, challenging holes. Like there's one that has like a loop-de-loop that you have to go through and other very, uh, very interesting holes on that, on heart mode. Yeah, they get hard. And obviously the choice here is playing this with friends. You want to play this with other friends on their quest from around the world. Play it together in multiplayer. You can play alone. Work on your short game. I tried a few rounds alone. Not nearly as fun, but still very pretty. Still very breathtaking scenes. And you can go really fast when you're on your own. But you want to get in with friends or family and really experience this with them. Did you think it was like relaxing playing mini golf, walkabout mini golf on your own? Because I didn't do that. Uh, I thought... I thought it was more relaxing playing alone. Playing with other people is fun, but there's always that competitive side that starts to get into it, which makes mm-hmm. it a little less fun for me. Where when I was alone, there's you know no pressure. Sometimes I'd just go for a wacky shot to see if I could do it. Where when you're with other people and you have this 18-hole scorecard, you want to resist that temptation to try and you know be one of the top people when you're playing. Mm-hmm. So I definitely found alone, it was actually almost more relaxing. It was just a way to decompress and see some beautiful scenes. But if you'd played the holes repeatedly, they probably wouldn't be as breathtaking and fun. Yeah. And how uh, many of the different environments were there again? It's it's like six or seven, but there are DLCs. So they're selling additional okay. levels. Game is $15. It looks like the levels are three dollars maybe unless they're on sale or something changes but they have three other worlds currently you can buy one of them looks like it's a candy themed and Mm -hmm. we found out one of them that's coming is actually the whole island from the puzzle game mist is coming to the game as a playable course yeah i'm definitely pretty excited there's a little side mission as you go through each hole do you want to tell them what that is oh yeah so while you're going through each hole has um, a hidden like lost ball that you can find. So, it, which is really fun because it's like it kind of gets you more into the environment of like and makes it feel more real because it's like, oh, someone like did some weird shot and they lost their ball. And so that's kind of cool. And you find them in um, for each hole and then you get something i can't remember but it is fun especially when 
you're playing with friends, that's like another thing to do. Like if someone's having their turn, you can like go scout out and see where the lost ball is. And some of them are in like some weird areas, but you get, you get this little thrill like, oh, I found it. Woohoo. So that's kind of a fun little addition, especially playing with a group, especially like if you were playing with a large group and you have to wait quite a while for your next turn. Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up is I think they did that also, because if you're playing, you can have a max of five people in a lobby. Five people can be a little bit of a wait for your turn if everyone's taking a long shot and going one after the other. So this gives you something to go do while that's happening. You know, you can go search for the missing ball in the hole and try to find it. And then if you find the ball, some of them have little stars on them or the American flag or little skulls. You get to keep that ball. And then in the future, when you play again, you can choose that as your ball you play the game with instead of your regular single color ball or something. And there's tons of them. There's 18 per hole to find. So you unlock tons of different balls that you can choose from to play in the future, which is a cool mechanic. Mm -hmm. uh, we yeah. we played, if you heard the episode recently with Cammy on here, we played with Cammy and DKX. And something that I noticed that I found kind of interesting, I chose to play in the garage that time so Nat could play in the living room. But I mm -hmm. set up my play space as big as I could in the garage, and it gave me the freedom to actually walk around the courses a little bit and align my shots a little better. Because normally you're teleporting or mm -hmm. using some motion that doesn't feel very good. You want to talk about the teleporting real quick? It's funny because even though I'm somewhat prone to VR sickness, although it's a lot better now and not so bad. I still usually always like to um, use locomotion in games because it just, you know, feels so much more real. Mm -hmm. But man, in this game, I thought the teleporting actually was better because the locomotion is like really slow and like sluggish. And it's just like, okay, mm -hmm. this, it doesn't feel like you're walking through an area. It just feels, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> and then <laughs> if you do, the turning, um, I think they have like quick turn, um, or mm -hmm. like, what is it called when Smooth. you just turn? Anyway, I didn't like either of those options. I thought both were kind of awful. So mm -hmm. I did the, um, teleporting and then I just turned in real life. So mm -hmm. I thought that was the best way to do it. The teleporting feels pretty nice. Um, and it doesn't feel annoying here because for each hole, it's not a super long area. So it doesn't feel weird to just kind of teleport a little bit each time, especially when you're trying to not like be in one of your friends, you know, when like everyone's all right together. It's like easy to just bloop, teleport to where you can see, you know, what everyone's doing. Turning in real life is nice. The only thing is you really have to make sure you don't have stuff next to you because a couple times I like smacked my knee on a table that was nearby because I got a little bit more out of my, I mean, I was still in my play space, but the, the little table is a little more near me than I thought. You really get into like being in the game and like lining up your shot, like you said. So you kind of forget like, oh yeah, there's stuff around me in real life. I also really, even though the, the graphics aren't like realistic, they are kind of cartoon-ish. I felt very immersed and there were a couple times and this doesn't usually happen to me, even in games like Half-Life Alex or something like that. I usually still feel pretty like, okay, I know that this stuff isn't really there. But in this game, there's there were a couple times there's like a railing or something, and I almost like was like, ah, I'm just gonna chill over here on the railing. Oh yes, that railing is not there. <laughs> 
So it definitely feels immersive because it feels very like actual mini. Yeah, it does. You get into the game, you're really enjoying it. And there's good sound effects of the wind around you, seagulls yes. flying and things. They they do a lot with the game, even though the graphics aren't great, that really pull you in. And I think also being fully wireless if you're on the quest helps with that too, because you're moving around a little bit on this golf course and it just feels so natural, something you've done in real life so many times that you start to really feel like you're there doing this. The only thing mm -hmm. that I think pulled me out really was the fact that the avatars are just a head and a hand oh, yeah. and it's it's one controller that people are using you're not really using two you're just using one which is the golf club so that kind of mm -hmm. pulls you out a little bit you see your yeah. friend's head floating around and you quickly remember that you're in vr but right. they probably did that you know full body avatars take up more resources or then people are hitting each other with the golf club so on and so forth <laughs> they're trying to avoid some some potential issues but yeah the game is a good time you could pl probably play through the game if you really just went in and played all the maps, you could probably play in about three hours, but you're going to have unlimited hours playing this mm -hmm. with people trying to get better at the game. I would say the, the playtime is potentially unlimited and it's either on Quest or PC. Of course, it's not on PSVR, but really Quest is the way to play this game. You need that yeah. freedom. I wanted to ask too, so the DLCs, do you have to buy them or you can can you ever unlock them? I think you have to buy them. So if you want to unlock the hard on any single course you already own, you have to either get par or under, or you have to find 10 of the missing golf balls. But the mm -hmm. DLCs look like they have to be purchased. That's the company's probably long-term plan here with continuing yeah. to build for the game. I do I'm get fully that. willing to pay for them. <laughs> it's it's yeah. that good. It is really good. The only thing that slightly bugs me about that is that it looks like you could do something in the game to unlock the DLCs because they all show up on like your main screen when you're looking at the environments and it's like a circle with a little question mark in it. For me, from playing other games, that makes it seem like that's unlockable. If I do a really good job in the game or find all the lost balls or something, then I'll unlock it. So I just, I kind of wish that they had that maybe in another screen or something like that just to make it more clear or put like a dollar yeah. sign on it or something instead of a question mark. Just make it a little well, more clear. I, I could be wrong, but I really, I think it's purchased. I'm pretty sure it's only purchasable and they probably leave it there to like remind you, hey, go buy this, yeah. you know. Which I, I understand. Mean, it's smart. It is very enticing yeah. when it's right there. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I totally agree. I think um, most people would... And it's only how much for each DLC? Five. I think it was two ninety nine when I looked at them. Okay, I feel like that's definitely a fair price. What was your favorite uh, arena? Oh, I think it's a tie between the like horror one and Quixote Valley, just because Quixote Valley was so breathtaking and pretty, but the horror one is really cool. I think the horror one was my favorite. I really liked the rain. It was cool. Yeah, $2.99. It looks like even on Steam for any of the level DLCs. And some of them, looking at them here, look really cool. Really pretty and more involved even than the ones that we've played. So I'm definitely going to go buy all of these so that we can play them together. So that's kind of um, our last thing we haven't done here. But I think we're ready to give the yay or nay on this. What do you think? I think Three, we're ready. Two, one, yay. Yay. 100% big time yay it's only 15 bucks and it is some of price. the most fun that I've had in VR in a long time it is just an absolute blast to play this game 
it's mm-hmm. become the game that I want to have friends over every Friday night, put them each in a yes. headset together and just play mini golf. Oh, that's something really quick that we didn't really touch on. It's also, so we played it with friends from afar, which was fun. We also played it with friends like in real life together and then switched out the headset um, playing together. So it's fun to play it that way too, like kind of party game that way. Yeah, we did like a two on two because we had it. We have it on two different headsets. So we had like two people were on a team and they'd switch one headset and then two people on the other team and then see who won in the end. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But speaking of gaming from afar, if you're out there and you have this game and you're looking for people to play with, come join our discord. I would love to set up a tournament on the discord and play a bunch of walkabout because it's super fun. fun. And while you're thinking of joining the discord, also consider rating, reviewing, subscribing to our podcast. It really helps bring our podcast to more of the world and bring VR to more of the world. So we'd love it if you would take a little time to do that too. Bring us to those last few corners because this podcast has downloads in almost every country. So that's pretty cool. We're getting there. But hey, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. And remember, if you're thinking about getting into VR, plug one in. 